0: Welcome back to Queens of the North Podcast. I'm Gabby follow along with Drew Jones. Damn, we're going to week six. Yeah. Week six, right? Yeah, week six. I can't believe it. We're over a quarter of the way through the regular NFL season. Fun stuff. The NFL is such a toss-up right now. I mean, there's a couple of leading teams. I said last week there wasn't really one leading team. I think, you know, Bills and Chiefs are up there. Ravens are up there. Um, maybe in the NFC the Eagles are up there, but I don't see really anything else in the NFC that really stands out to me. That is a, a leader in that conference. What about you?
1: Well, I'd love to see, well, Eagles Cowboys play each other on Sunday night. So I think that'll be really interesting to see if, uh, if Cowboys can take Eagles off the throne there in the NFC East. Mm-hmm. Um I like them with Cooper rush. I know Dak is is has been listed day to day and he can now grip a football and he's his you know rehab with his thumb is progressing but I'm I'm loving this backup quarterback situation going on, you know.
0: Yeah, I think it's been fun. Um Jerry Jones said there's probably going to be a quarterback controversy you know, when when um Dak Prescott was first injured, they said he would come back within four or five weeks when I think everyone thought that was a Jerry Dr. Jerry Jones idea rather than <laughs> like the better, you know, the latter where everyone's saying, well, maybe it's probably closer to the six to eight weeks. Um, I don't think they saw themselves being in the division where they are. Uh, They're doing great. I, their defense is really carrying their team. But Cooper Rush has done his part. I really mm-hmm. think um he's done well for a backup quarterback. He's been fun to watch.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, I, you know, looking at like their top wide receiver, CeeDee Lamb, like even he hasn't been having like these crazy standout games either. So other parts of the offense are really um, coming in and doing, doing good stuff. Tony Pollard, I, I, I've i seen a couple of his highlights. Tony Pollard taking it to the house. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, he's been uh, fun to watch as well. The this past week, the Ravens played the Bengals at home on Sunday night football. I was at the game, and then Drew Jones was watching her Steelers against the
1: Bills take a big, fat dump, <laughs> huge, smelly, stinky dump. Ugh. Well, it's
0: Tuesday. I woke up thinking it was Monday, but Drew came in all hot and bothered. Yeah about the Steelers and their devastating loss to the Bills. It was at home. We know how the Bills fan base is. We know how we're seeing a new quarterback in this league. His his first start. Kind of unfair in a way, but, hey, that's the NFL. What is fair anymore? Kenny Pickett playing, starting his first game against the Bills. A great defense, a great offense. Josh no, Allen I'm is high. Defense. They had a, their first drive, their first play of the game, or second play of the game a touchdown to the house by Gabe Davis. So that was a little unfair and not really a great start for the game for you guys. What are your takes on that? Well,
1: fun fact, uh, that was the longest pass play that the Steelers have given up since like the eighties or nineties. What I saw on the broadcast, I'll have to go back and actually look what the actual year was. So that's crazy. Those are the type of records that you do not want um, also when it's third down, like it's third and long. What are we doing? Anyway, I, there's a laundry list of problems with the Steelers right now. Um, play calling on offense. I mean, our offensive coordinator, I don't know if this is a hot take so much as like, this is like a fact at this point, like we need to fire our offensive coordinator yesterday I mean I'm surprised I didn't see news about him getting fired it's ridiculous he's not a good coach everywhere he's gone he's gotten fired and somehow he keeps getting better jobs afterwards you know that's just
0: what coach hasn't gotten fired though everyone's gotten fired in college in
1: the NFL some of the best coaches have gotten fired but getting fired from every single job and then getting like a better paying job right after that, you know, or a better job, if you will, going from OC to head coach to, I mean, I've seen a lot of coaches go from college to NFL, get fired in the NFL, go back to college and then have success. For yeah. Sure. Well, Matt
0: Canada coached at Maryland and I actually was covering him when he was the interim head coach, um, filling in for someone who uh, was fired very early on in the season. Um, that's for, that's a story for another day, but I was covering him and i thought he did a great job calling plays i really liked him as a head coach there we all thought he was gonna be extended um went down south for a little while but i think his connection to the steelers is mike tomlin Mm -hmm. Mike tomlin has a son that goes to maryland plays football at maryland right so you know there are some connections there i think you know his son probably liked him when he was there as well and you know maybe kind of snuck his name in there and here we are
1: a little nepotism
0: yeah. Well, I think off- Ben Roethlisberger liked him, too, right? Ben Roethlisberger was a pretty big fan of him, sounded like.
1: I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. maybe he was. Um, maybe he was, really he, was gracious he was. towards the... him in press conference, at least. That's right. I kind of got out of that. Yeah, Ben also was like, I'm almost done with football anyway. He probably just didn't care at that point.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe he like played the, maybe he played a different game where he said, yeah, this guy's great. And then they're not good now and yeah exactly
1: I'm know, just thinking back to playing that had, game oh you missed me guys yeah we had Bruce no, Arians at one point and uh m- m- missing him missing Todd Haley missing all these guys that we let go that yeah. were actually good
0: yeah but I trust Mike Tomlin and again it's not fair having Kenny Pickett his first starting game against I mean the Bills are just dominant right now um they even don't they don't have all of their DBs together right now because they're all injured or are or, or, or RR, on IR. Yeah, or uh. <laughs> uh, it took me a while. And it's Tuesday. <laughs> on, on, on IR. Yes. Say it five times fast. I can't, I can't on say. I don't know what I'm saying right now. <laughs> this Tuesday. Um, I will say, I've slept a lot the past two days because um, I had to get up early, early shift on Saturday. Went to the game on Sunday. Had an early shift yesterday. I mm. napped, I came home, napped for four hours.
1: A little hungover. <laughs> Woke up to se- Monday <laughs> Night Football.
0: Um. Yeah. That was slept, a good game. Yeah. Went to, I didn't go a bit early. I watched the entire game last night because that was a good game, um, for the chiefs, but woke up and slept about eight or nine hours. So feeling good, but man, it took me a couple days to recover. Well, a lot
1: of football in there too.
0: <laughs> a lot of football, a lot of fun football. Um, but anyways, moving on Steelers, who do you guys play this week?
1: We are hosting the bucks at home. Um, okay. Yeah, it's tough because all three phases are not doing well, like at all. You know, offense, we can get the ball downfield, but our red zone offense is terrible. Defense, ugh, I don't even want to talk about it. We're now 0-8 without T.J. Watt. Um, It's crazy how one player can make that much of an impact on the entire game. Sure. I, it's a testament to him for sure. Sure. But it's also like this is we need people to step up. Special teams, catch the damn ball. Yeah, you definitely it. have a great
0: gunner right now.
1: <laughs> That's it. We should have signed Ray Ray McLeod. Right now. Jesus yeah. Christ.
0: <laughs> you don't have a great punt returner right now. Kick returner.
1: These are the, days, a B. These are the yeah, days I miss AB. These are the days I miss Tony has mentioned
0: that several times. Um He said, "I don't punt and kick returner is a little tough for you guys right now. Um, Know that, but you know, you guys still. I I was kind of surprised, I guess, of that score because I thought, you know, we we've talked about for so long, the Steelers defense is they're they're recognized. Everyone, you know, you play against them; they're hard to defeat. They're hard to play against. Um, They have some great DBs. They have a decent pass rush. Um, Of course, it would be a lot better with TJ Watt in there." Um, but they were still, you know, everyone takes them pretty seriously. Offense, on the other hand, you know Kenny Pickett's going to throw the ball because they don't have a running attack. Um, I was just looking at some of the stats. Uh, Nick uh, Najee Harris, who was on my fantasy team, I thought it looked a little different uh, against the Bills. He only had 20 yards on the ground. Mm-hmm. And that's 11 attempts. It's just That's offensive line, that's coaching, that's you know, the runners not finding the holes. It's there's a lot of elements to that for it to work. And it's just not working right now. Um, uh, like you said, I don't know if I want to go for Matt Canada's head, but I definitely think there needs to be some kind of change in there. Yeah. Um, Kenny Piggy looked good in preseason, but again, again, he's playing against second, third stringers, four stringers for some of them are probably not even playing in the league right now. Um
1: Yeah, I think the thing with Kenny is he was poised. He threw the ball well. He had 34 completions. um, He did have one interception, but, um, you know, there was a lot of good that I saw from him in a first career start, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I think that he he played well, but at the end of the day, we didn't score any touchdowns and we didn't win the game, so.
0: Yeah. I mean, he had over 300 yards in the air. Mm Mm-hmm. And George Pickens, he had 83 yards, you know, receiving. It just, yeah, just no scores for them. Um, but you guys play the Buccaneers.
1: Yeah.
0: We were just talking about before we came on here, the Bucks aren't that hot this year. They've, they've ran into some trouble. They almost lost against Atlanta. Of course, that was that big hit on Tom Brady. Uh, mm-hmm. That, what they called a roughing the, the passer. passer. We saw that on Monday night football as well, which yeah. I, neither of them, I already thought it was roughing the passer. It's they both tried breaking the ball. Um, actually Chris Jones last night had pretty much the ball close, like in his hand to Mm -hmm. recover it and have a turnover, but they took it back Yeah, you know, we all got to, you know, they're all dabbling with, um, roughing the passer right now because of Tua and Tua's injury. And, you know, we don't want to see any more head injuries, but what are we going to do? Lay them down. Bring a pillow, put them in bed, put a blanket on them. You know, this I mean, is not
1: is tackle football after all. Right. Like, And they both
0: tried breaking their fall. Like you see Chris Jones knees come out, like spreading his knees, his left or yeah, his left arm was trying to break the fall while his other arm trying to grab the football. And he wasn't completely on top of him. There was some breathing room between those two. Just. I thought it was both bad calls. I don't know what you do here. And it kind of changed the game. It yeah. almost favored the I don't want to keep having or talking about the Chiefs and um Raiders. the Raiders the Raiders game, but um you know, it kind of changed the game in favor of the Chiefs because then like they had a chip on their shoulder and right. it was like since since that call, it was just game over for them.
1: Yeah. Well the officiating is just really inconsistent in my opinion. Like if you're if you're gonna call something, call it all the time. Granted, mm-hmm. I think that it's dumb because this game is tackle football. I understand we need to you know protect the quarterbacks, protect players, this, that, mm-hmm. and the third. But like, like, figure out like what the actual penalty is and consistently call it. Because there was instances where uh, Patrick Mahomes was sacked and they were the exact same way, and they weren't throwing the flags. Um, same thing happened in Steelers Bills where. Uh, Kenny was sliding, late hit. They didn't call anything, mm-hmm. you know, and also almost getting his ACL torn off by Shaq Lawson. Neither here nor there, but that's the point yeah. is that they're not making There's no consistent calls.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with that. I feel like we do say it every year, though. You know, there, nothing's consistent. I thought they were going to focus more on PIs this year, mm-hmm. um, and they really haven't. Definitely some crazy P.I. calls mm-hmm. that weren't P.I.s that were PI.
1: Not consistent. Um, Do we need robo-refs? Like, that, it might be time. I think we have the technology. I kind of
0: like the in-person refs. I don't mind them. But if you think about it, how old are these guys? Most of them? 50, well, 60,
1: I, 70 years old. And some of them are in to... their 30s. and Are they? Mm, yeah, okay. trying to have their glory years. <laughs> Good.
0: Well, you know, usually you have your eyesight still in your 30s. So yeah. So I feel like you, these guys come home, they put on glasses. <laughs> take out their contacts you know i just i think there's a need to be a different protocol with having these old school reps there's got to be yeah
1: <laughs> well you, you do you know about the like in the nba god i cannot think of his name right now i just watched the documentary on netflix not long ago about the referee that was betting and he was saying that a bunch of nba referees were also betting and then i think at that point like he was shaving points and stuff like that it's just like mm. We like there is no way in hell that there is no gambling happening mm-hmm. amongst referees in sport, and the yeah. fact that we don't hear about it and people aren't caught, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, mm-hmm. is baffling to me. Yep, somebody is doing it, it's happening. And based on some of the calls that we're seeing, I'm like, yo, you're either paid or you're betting on this game,
0: yeah. But you know what, what sucks in this league, which makes it very unfair. Teams and coaches can't go after refs in press right. conferences. They can't say anything. Right. You can say, "Yeah, we'll I'll talk to the ref," or you know, you can talk to the pool reporter, and then we'll go from there. But they can't. And then I don't really think that's necessarily fair. I mean, you don't want to come through their heads um, because there's you, there's not a perfect ref out there, um, and they're gonna have bad calls and good calls. It's unfortunately part of the game. But it seems like it's just like more bad calls than good. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I. I mean, that's what it kind of seems like. There's a ton of gambling going on where they're making these calls and
1: especially when it's legal online. now. I mean, are they are they checking all the referees' phones? I'm sure some of them got a parlay on FanDuel. I mean, yeah. Come on now.
0: <laughs> I feel you. I mean, I don't think that had anything to do with the Bills Steelers game. I think that was very obvious. Well,
1: yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> not in that game, but certainly
0: no. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Your defense, I think, will come up big again. Um, I think this will be an easy – well, the Buccaneers, they have a good defense as well. They have, again, a decent pass rush. DBs aren't too bad either. Their secondary is not too bad. But um, playing against a Tom Brady is a little bit broken right now. Um, injury-wise, I think mentally as well. Offensive line still a little bit shaky. They still have their – We've talked about, like, they still have some offensive weapons, but it's been kind of jerky if they're on the field or not. Right. Uh, But this might be a good game for him to – like really have a good start and see where he's at rather than playing against one of the best teams in the NFL right now,
1: especially at home First start at home, Um, over under on tablets thrown by Tom Brady. I'm going to say one and a half.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take the under. I think he learned his lesson.
1: Right. There you go. <laughs> he even said like yesterday, I think he's like, I don't throw the flags. I, to, I just throw tablets. That's fantastic. <laughs> Wonder well, how much you get fined for that these days? How much is a tablet worth? Maybe <laughs> like,
0: one of those, I mean, I'm thinking about iPads. iPads are probably about five grand,
1: maybe. Oh, I don't know if they're that expensive.
0: Well, think about it, your phone's almost a thousand dollars. Yeah, my my
1: laptop was a thousand dollars. Or like a little bit maybe thirteen hundred. So yeah. Yes,
0: maybe like maybe between maybe like twenty five hundred. Mm-hmm. Um who knows? Yeah. But yeah, I think this will be a good game for Kenny Pickett to really find his footing. Um, playing at home, like you said, playing against the Buccaneers you know, almost seeing what Tom Brady's doing on the sidelines as well. You know, everyone wants to replicate Tom Brady, what he's doing, right? Mentally, emotionally, physically, whatever. Um, I think it'll be a low-scoring game, so he won't have to do so much of a comeback. Won't have that pressure, right? Um, yeah, I think I definitely see a low-scoring game for you guys um, this weekend.
1: You know, I just, I just don't know. I'm just so like I was so excited for this game this past Sunday I was in San Diego I got up at like seven o'clock in the morning to drive back to LA get to LA watching the game and I was so disappointed that I I, I turned over and took a nap so um I have zero expectations for this weekend um and I'm not even gonna make a score prediction because it's gonna make me upset
0: <laughs> i Buccaneers I think it's gonna be something uh like what we saw with Atlanta like 17 or what we saw with the Ravens Bengals like 17 19, 19 something 17.
1: like that yeah you know this would probably be the worst if if the Steelers lose on Sunday it would be the worst start and God knows how long and certainly the worst start in Mike Tomlin's like coaching tenure
0: yeah well they're again they're they're rebuilding or restructuring you know Matt Canada probably won't see him back next year which I think is fair Still early. We're a little more than a quarter of away through the regular season, but you know, Kenny Pickett trying to find his footing. You know, you have George Pickens. You have a lot of guys, um, a lot of offensive weapons, but I think you need to uh, you know, incorporate the run game in there mm-hmm. as well. And that's just not something you guys have been able to do. The Steelers have been able yeah. to do in the past two or three years. Um
1: absolutely. There needs to be a lot of improvement there. Um, oh, I just saw
0: Miles Boykin had a target and a he. Yeah, he had one receiving (laughs) target Um, for 11 yards. He was on the Ravens, and we Mm -hmm. waved him. Thank God. Good special teams guy, but that's about it. Anyways, moving on. We use (laughs) him. Yeah, you guys could definitely use him in every shape, form. Shoot, put him on defense at this point. Um, (laughs) (laughs) kidding. Uh, Moving on, Ravens and the Giants play this weekend. Why did I write down Saints?
1: Oh, because the because the Bengals are playing the Saints. You should see my notes right now. Look at my notes. Here's my, ra- here's my Here's I know right. This is my Ravens section, and I put Bengals Saints. And here's my Bengals section, and I put Ravens Giants. That's how I'm doing today. The, the, this is how I'm doing. Anyway, Happy continue. Tuesday. Apologies. Happy we can Tuesday. keep this in. We can keep this in.
0: We'll keep this in. It's okay, <laughs> I had a little tongue twister in the beginning of the show, and I just. Uh, still recovering from the past 48 hours ish. Um, Yeah, Lamar or the Ravens play at New York this weekend. I think that'll be a fun game.
1: Jersey. Um,
0: yeah, Giants are four and one. I am not convinced the Giants are good. I think they have a good DC. Wink Martindale, who used to be with the Ravens. Um, He has some guys that he brought from the Ravens. Jihad Ward, he was on Jacksonville last year, but he played with the Ravens previously. And then he has Tony Jefferson. Everyone loves Tony Jefferson's safety there. He was on the Ravens practice squad, was on there, was playing with them in the preseason, put him on the practice squad, and then Wink and the Giants picked him up. Um, They have also a couple other guys on their team from the Ravens. However, you know, I think the Giants are about to get a wake-up call this, you know, this weekend I I think we're gonna see a pretty high scoring game. I hope we see. I don't know. Did you watch Sunday? You watched the Night Football. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last series for uh, Lamar and the Ravens. Lamar pretty much ran the ball the whole time, and that's what we all want to see. Lamar's part of that offense. Mm-hmm. We need his legs in that way. Um, but Lamar, I I think no one's no one's. Uh, I think. They all see Lamar as this, like, running back still. He can't throw. He's leading the league, or he's tied in the league for most passing touchdowns right now in the pocket.
1: He makes some good throws. I mean, Mark Andrews is his guy for sure.
0: Yeah, Mark Andrews is his guy. Um, Mark has been a great target for Lamar for several years. Um, (laughs) But I think, you know, it's going to be a high-scoring game. The Ravens, I was really happy what we saw with their defense. Tight coverage. Marcus Peters came, you know, with a couple takeaways. Patrick Queen, who was our first round pick for the he's Ravens. He's a queen in
1: the North, too. <laughs> or that tweet I sent you.
0: Yeah. Love you, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Patrick Queen had his first interception in the past couple of games. He's had the ball, dropped it uh, twi- what, twice this year, where he's had, should have had a couple of interceptions. It's,
1: There's some glue on the fingers this time. There it is. Yes,
0: there's some glue, maybe some pine tar. And he finally caught one from Joe Burrow. But last year, Joe Burrow put almost 1,000 yards in the air against the Ravens. So the fact that he didn't even touch that, I'm very happy. Very happy. Although Ravens have to see them in Cincinnati sooner rather than later. So we'll see how that goes. But I think seeing how the Ravens played on their defense this weekend was great. Ronnie Stanley came back for one series. I saw him, I think, for a couple times after that, but not many. He was on a pitch count. So was J.K. Dobbins. J.K. was in that first half a lot, and then you didn't really see him in the second half. So they're coming back together. They're getting all their injured players back, which is really um, exciting.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because last week I said that Ravens-Bengals, I thought it would be more of a high-scoring game, more of a shootout just because they have – each team has pretty big offenses. Yeah. Um, Nobody had a 100-yard game. I mean, obviously, like, from yeah. a passing perspective, Burrow had just over 200 yards. Lamar Jackson yeah. had, what well, he had 174 yards. Each of them had a touchdown. Each of them had an interception. But as far as, like, receiving yeah. yards and rushing yards, nobody had a 100-yard game. I mean, it shows that they're spreading the wealth mm-hmm. amongst receivers and mm-hmm. rushers, et cetera. But, um, yeah, it was a lot. I mean, granted, like, those two teams are pretty, pretty even keeled. So like I expected it to be close, but I expected there to be more scores. Yeah. Um, I will also say this, that maybe the Bengals shouldn't have gone for it. <laughs> shouldn't have gone for it on fourth and goal, kick the damn field goal and tie the game. You know? Did you I not think-
0: learn from the Ravens against the bills? Hello. You guys watch the tape,
1: every, you know, every, you know, at that point, like sometimes you like, I get it. Like everybody's following the analytics, like, you know, go for it. Same thing happened. Um, on Monday night yesterday with Raiders chiefs, you know, they decided to go for the two point conversion instead of the PAT. It's like, at some point, like I get it analytics, they go for it, but like be a little conservative tie the game because you still have time left, you know, People it's, I do Do you
0: want, my dad always says this and we fight over this all the time. It's like, either you win the game or you tie the game. and You have to go into overtime, blah, blah, blah. Your players are already tired. And I was like, well, dad, you know, it's, it's not, you got to think about all of the elements in it. Like you said, analytics. Um, I think it was pretty windy against in the cheat or at Kansas City last night. Um, the Ravens, it wasn't windy. It was actually a a, a nice night. Nice it was day. kind of cold. It was like 50, 40, but it, it didn't feel that chilly. Um, my friends that I went with brought blankets, but they really didn't need them. I didn't really wear my jacket either. It was really nice. Mm. Um, there's a lot of elements you gotta think about that. Where is the energy going? Where's the momentum going? And who's who has the momentum at the time? And at that time with the Raiders, it was almost 50-50, but the uh, Chiefs just came back from being 20 or from being from a 10-point deficit from halftime. And I don't, I mean, Patrick Mahomes, I don't want to go for two. I would have kicked the field or I, kicked the PAT.
1: Absolutely. You know,
0: the momentum, You and say, yeah, you're probably going to get your two-point conversion. However, where was the momentum at?
1: Right with the Chiefs. Yeah, not only that, there's a what is it, thirty percent chance that you won't get it. You know, that's also that's that's that's, that's pretty high. I would have I would have been conservative at that it point was in the game.
0: it was close though. I mean, it was inches
1: that he was away right, from. Right, like it was his yeah. knee was. They called it his knee was down, and he hadn't crossed the plane yet. Yeah, I think yeah.
0: I mean, it was very 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 close, but you know, you kind of you can't play those close close games. They had the momentum in the the first half, the first quarter. Mm-hmm. I think we all sat back and looked at our, our lineups and thought, what did we do?
1: Yeah, I definitely didn't think the Raiders would be up on Chief 17 zip. <laughs> no, neither. But I, didn't either. But I also didn't saw the count Chiefs coming back.
0: You can't you can't count Patrick Mahomes out. I mean Absolutely. he's on the sideline, just like, I'm not worried about it. You and see that one video who- where he's like,
1: I'm here. Yeah.
0: I'm here. I'm gonna
1: put that in.
0: <laughs> Him and Travis Kelsey, it's all you really need, right?
1: He almost broke a record. Had Kelsey caught one more touchdown pass that might have been a record for like receiving touchdowns for a tight end in one game.
0: Wow. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He had four and, but he had four touchdowns in just 25 receiving yards. I know that's like, that's crazy.
1: Red zone. Kelsey
0: red zone. Kelsey. Yeah. (laughs) Love that. He turned 33 yesterday too.
1: I guess it was like also his mom's birthday. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. That's interesting.
0: Cool. That's cool. 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 So, moving on healthy. to something a little more somber. Sean yeah. Watson, our favorite guy, back in the building in Cleveland. Ha, ha, ha. How do we feel about that, Drew? I'm, Um, I'm,
1: I don't want to say, like, indifferent. That's not the right word. Um,
0: uh, I don't feel great about this at all. He can talk to coaches. He can work out. He can't exactly practice yet. He's on an 11-game suspension. Um, NFL, you know, we all say, is it rigged? Is it not? His first game back is against the Texans. Is it rigged? Is it not? You uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. It's it's a very, very interesting, touchy situation. Um, obviously, like just from an on-the-field perspective, not great for everybody else in the AFC North, although Jacoby Percet has been doing, I think, a great job for the Browns. Um, but Deshaun Watson is very talented from a not-on-the-field perspective. <laughs> I, I don't know I just feel like you know thinking back to like a couple seasons ago like you're seeing players get suspended for like six games for you know testing positive for weed you know I just feel like like he should have been out for at least a year instead of I understand they came to an agreement for 11 games so it wouldn't have to go to court or whatever or the NFLPA was gonna I'm like in, blah blah I'm blah.
0: I almost think they should have kicked him out of the league he, sexual assault
1: yeah the tough the tough part with it is is you know he settled everything out of civil court he didn't receive any um like charges from like like prosecution charges from like the state so it's like it's one of those things like at this point it's a he said he said she said you know from from a legal perspective um as far as like how we're all feeling about it like i'm sure having to be a female reporter and to go interview Deshaun Watson, like, isn't going to be a great experience for a lot of people going into, you know, those games, but yeah, it's tough. It's tough. As far as like my opinion, I'm like, I don't want to say like, I don't, I don't care, but Browns are always going to Browns to me. So, you know, they're going to do what they're going to do. And and Lord knows they don't have a good track record with quarterbacks. So, you know, we'll see how long he's even in in Cleveland.
0: Yeah. We'll see if he's good, too. I'm interested to see how he does. I mean, his first game against the Texans, it's almost like a rally game. Like, Deshaun Watson's back because the Texans suck this yeah, year. They're they not aren't very great good. this
1: year. Not so, they weren't really good.
0: great last year either,
1: but the Texans suck. I'm not going to tweet one thing about that game. Like, <laughs> I'm just – I'm staying away. <laughs>
0: Ew. Ew. Yeah. I mean, and like I said, I always try to preach this outside of football. There's two sides to every story. There always is, right? Um, I just felt like there were so many females coming out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, it's who do you believe? You're the one guy who's making multi million dollars who can take you to court and win
1: mm-hmm. just because he can pay for it. They have nothing to lose. Right. They're a massage therapist.
0: he not make anything crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. uh, Well, yeah. And we were talking about this before, but when the report came out that the Texans had given him a like membership to, I think it was like a hotel or a country club or something like that, you know, where he was receiving massages there in addition to whatever he was receiving in a team facility. I'm like, okay, so we knew he might've had a problem with how many massages he was receiving and we enabled that problem. And now you have 20 plus women coming after him and the organization it's just like it's just a really shitty situation all around
0: i think a ton of communications members left too during that time really yeah so i mean i think it's pretty telling um, yeah. in that way not not that they're hiding stuff but they don't want to be a part of it
1: mm-hmm. you know hey i'd feel the same way I wouldn't want to, you know, do damage control over something like that if I was, you know, in PR for a team. Right.
0: Exactly. So, yeah, Ravens, Giants, Steelers, and the Buccaneers, two pretty good games. I think, you know, a lot to watch. Kenny Pickett for the Steelers. Ravens, hopefully Lamar uses his legs more. We see a little more run game from him. Mm -hmm. Run game in general um, from the Ravens, and I would say from the Steelers, but. Um. that's non-existent so thank you <laughs> hey, facts hey you're not facts. wrong you're not facts wrong facts.
1: that's yeah certainly facts over feelings that's the legal mm-hmm. look Le- at the numbers Ravens
0: had the worst defense in the league for the past couple of weeks so those are facts
1: yes are facts.
0: it yeah. is they sucked um
1: any yeah we got prediction?
0: i know you said you don't want to but i said like what did i say 17 19 for the Steelers. right you said
1: it'd be like a little lower scoring closer game um we also got browns versus patriots that'll be interesting hey i'm liking bailey's app me too like cool. we we're talking about love, love he's, it. he's the first rookie quarterback to throw a touchdown this season cool i know right <laughs> we probably all thought it'd be kenny but you know whatever that's fine he can have I it didn't. um it's great it's it's one of those things that's like obviously like like i like mac jones i think he's a talented quarterback but i love seeing a backup quarterback come in there and do well for the team you know yeah. mm-hmm. so especially that's hey, all, an underdog is always
0: fun an mm-hmm. underdog is always fun to see absolutely and he's a third string quarterback so yeah he's an underdog right
1: yes yeah, like yeah, for some reason i was thinking backup. yes third string for sure and Bengals saints um Hey Taysom Hill put the team on his back last week. I mean, Bengals might have another test here
0: again. And the Bengals they have one of the uh, they have a pretty good defense as well. Um, I kind of th- I think it showed against a Ravens offense. It's very dominant on in the pass game and run game. Um, so I think that's going to be a pretty big test for the Saints. Uh, Taysom t- Hill, yeah. I mean, I think it's just another team. It's just restructuring, trying to find their identity because they don't really have one right now. Drew Brees retiring and Sean Payton right. not the head coach, new right. head coach. You know, Panthers fired. Not their a new coach. quarterback. He was
1: injured, but yeah,
0: you know, just a, a ton of new things going on there.
1: Um, this has been a weird season.
0: It is a weird season. I like, think. Yeah, you know, this season. It's like we said in the beginning of this podcast, this episode. There's not one team that really stands out that's, like, great. I mean, mm-hmm. Bengals – or Bengals. Bills, Chiefs, they're good.
1: Right. They're good. They're definitely yes. good.
0: They both have lost.
1: Right. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, they lost – I mean, Bills lost against the Dolphins, which they lost kind of in, like, the last second play. Chiefs lost against the, the Colts, which no one saw that coming. <laughs> they were in my survivor pool. I thought they were going to win right. that game
1: um i think 99 percent. they were, were losing in the first
0: half in on monday night football so i mean they definitely have a lot of pieces together but you know maybe we'll see how it goes later on not one team. in the eagles everyone keeps talking about the eagles but they haven't played anyone so everyone can shut up
1: yeah what's funny about the eagles to me is like like obviously jalen hurts is good like let's be real you know so they're they're playing some good football but totally agree like they're their not- defense is
0: helping them a lot
1: though too they're, they're and not the playing
0: the Cardinals. The Cardinals almost went. They almost tied the game, but the he doinked it.
1: You know, I went, think the reason that the Cardinals didn't win that game was the suit that Kyler Murray showed up in.
0: <laughs> he looked like a walking booger,
1: <laughs>
0: a walking booger. <laughs> I lo- literally saw that and thought, "What made uh, you think I'm gonna wear this out and it's going to look good?"
1: Him and Kyle Kuzma go to the same stylist. That's that's what's going on. <laughs>
0: nice I I'm literally like you guys aren't that good either like teams that come in wearing you know weird clothes and stuff I have questions about hey if they're good who am I questioning Travis Kelsey has some like funny stuff that he wears and um Joe Burrow used to too
1: you know Mm -hmm. his flower suit yeah
0: Yeah. he's had some pretty funny suits like Kyler Murray like people are still trying to figure out if you belong in this league like I know you just got paid but you haven't shown anything where I felt where anyone's felt like this guy belongs.
1: He's good. I'm no, a little indifferent to Kyler Murray because he also got drafted by the Oakland A's and I am a really good, you know, I'm a, I'm an Oakland A's fan for sure. No and, one else uh, is
0: right now though. They suck. Anyways.
1: Thank you again. How
0: are your Orioles Orioles doing the in- winning season? Good for you. Good, for you. good for you. Good for you. Make it to the
1: postseason. It's fine.
0: The Orioles were playing. Yeah, but they were playing for the playoffs. They weren't supposed to win. They have the hardest division in MLB. Yankees. Uh, I was calling the Devil Rays. The Tampa Bay Rays mm-hmm. and the Red Sox. The Red yeah. Sox were kind of coming back.
1: Okay? Yeah. Okay. We, we have problems too. We, we you know, the, the, I'll, I'll get back to football, but, you know, with the A's, we traded all of our players in the offseason, so we didn't have any players. So I had no expectations, but, you know, Maybe Kyla Murray should have played baseball oh, and
0: Toronto. I can't, I can't believe I forgot Toronto. I went, oh, to, yeah. that last, I went to that game. They're that out. Season.
1: Go Mariners, yeah. I guess.
0: Yeah, I'm go Mariners. They haven't been to the playoffs since 2006. Go Mariners.
1: I'm yeah. excited for them. That's cool.
0: They because they kind of started off slow and the same thing kind of happened with the Orioles with them, except for they kept winning. and The mm. Orioles did not.
1: You know who played for the Orioles that also played for the Ace?
0: don't care anyways <gasps> Miguel <on. laughs> Tejada you don't <laughs>
1: care he's a hall of famer man I'm just kidding should be if he's not Did you say? Miguel Tejada
0: Miguel Tejada I remember watching him when I was younger um him and Melvin Moore used to have a handshake love it he was on the Orioles for a while had quintuplets and everything and actually grew up or I think he grew his kids up in Harford County where I'm from good quintuplets. old Bel Air yee
1: wow that's a lot yeah it's a lot of children I know
0: I think it was like I don't know. I don't want to speculate, but up Blitz. Oof. Um, anyways, right. well, I'm going to give a Ravens prediction. I'm going to say 35 okay. to 14. It's going to be questionable because of Wink. Wink knows the Ravens offense inside and out. He knows defensive schemes. Same thing with the Ravens. You know what Wink's going to do? He loves the Blitz.
1: Hey, Blitz is my favorite thing. They, they don't call Steelers Blitzberg for no reason, so – I'm I'm with it with the Blitz.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm gonna say 35. What did I say? 35, 14.
1: Yeah. I think you had a similar prediction last week, and uh, you know, (laughs) then they kept it real close. So, um, what's
0: your what's your record again? The Steelers' record.
1: You know what?
0: Oh, they lost
1: 38 to three. Did you not just say it's a rebuilding year? Restructuring, but yes, restructuring. You know, I'm I'm just gonna go die in a hole. That's really. about my team right Bring now
0: Bring with you okay. but
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a really lofty lofty prediction right now For I, don't, the Ravens? I don't yeah like I don't okay. think the Giants are, are that great either um
0: but I'd we're love going to, to them expose win. them
1: on Sunday that's but what I'm I'd love see. to see the Giants beat the Ravens I would love that that would make me feel really good
0: and all of a sudden my computer's on low battery see you later Drew. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's like week six, now we're starting to trash talk. Here it comes. (laughs)
0: Uh, What was your your score prediction? Giants win what?
1: Let's go go, like 2017. Okay. Because we know that the Ravens can give up games late. We know Mm -hmm. if it's down to, you know, game-winning field goal. I think at this point they're one and two in that situation. So – Who's your kicker again? Chris Boswell. He did, he he was 20 mile per hour wind, homie. Justin Tucker would make that. He makes 90% of his. Hey, I'm here for the Sally though. His Sally, Justin Tucker celebration. That was, great. I'm, I, that was that, great. That's the type of stuff I love in sports. You know, he's a goat. That's why he knows yeah. it. The iron toe.
0: Iron toe. Apparently an angel of a voice too. Um well. But that I think that is it for us for week yeah. six of the Queens of the North podcast. I'm Gabby DePaula with Drew Jones. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.